up to 11 as my warm-up drill. Psalm 19, verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by, thy, by them is thy servant warned, and in the keeping of them there is great reward. Amen? Amen. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. God reminded me of something. Sorry. This message came as I was reminded of something. I don't know if you've ever had a holy moment, <laughs> a holy moment where God is speaking and we need to be quiet and listen. <laughs> Amen. I was walking to my sister's house. I was walking to my sister's house past this spot. And as I walked, this happened two years ago, this memory. As I walked to my sister's house, I almost saw the tree fall right in front of me and land quietly in the snow. These were two huge 50-foot tall evergreen trees that my sister really, she wanted them out. They were messing up her roof. They were putting sap all over the roof. They were dropping needles and clogging up all the drains on the roof. They were a problem. My sister mentioned to me one day, she said, I don't have the money to cut those things down. Those things cost thousands of dollars to cut down. Some of you all might know if you ever had to have trees removed. Thousands of dollars. And my sister was sick at the time. She needed some help. <laughs> So you know what happened? One night, God sent the perfect storm. I mean, the perfect storm. While she was laying up, healing from back surgery, in the middle of the night, guess what happened? God's wind blew, and guess what? Those two 50-foot trees that, that leaned toward her house were blown away to the ground, totally uprooted. Not just blown down, but uprooted so that my brother Paul could cut it up into pieces and haul it away for just a couple hundred dollars. Just some saw blades and a little bit of labor. I helped haul the stuff away in a wagon. <laughs> but isn't God something? But I stopped right there on that sidewalk as I walked her house and something just stopped. And I'm not kidding you, I can almost feel the wind blow. You know, like a tree falling, like in the middle, you know how the wind is at the in the middle of the night, it's quiet. And the tree falls quietly. Guess where it fell? Right onto a fire hydrant where nobody parks. Perfect spot. Perfect landing. Perfect because God did it. See, God is good like that. 
And you know what? Sometimes he says, hush, remember what I did. Remember. Because you need me in your life. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. It started with me, and it's going to end with me. Isn't that something? I remember my, when my dad died, guess what? I remember when my dad died, he was, he was a worrier, a worrier, like I am too. I take after my dad. He was worried about the family being taken care of. He was trying to provide for us all. He worked hard. My dad was a workaholic. But when he died, guess what? God took over. He, he, he supplied all of our needs. All of our needs. He took care of us. My mom, all of us are still going well. It's 35 years later. We're all doing well because God is in control. Am I right? God takes care of us. Amen. So today is our holy moment, our hush moment. Let's read Psalm 46 because that's our text today. Psalms chapter 46. I need to keep this in my hand because I'm about to hear Elizabeth's voice. Okay. Psalms chapter 46. I'm not there yet because I'm doing an e-book. <laughs> Psalms. Get back to 46. I might need a Bible. Can I borrow your Bible, Mr. Raggett? My phone is not acting right. Psalms chapter 46. Thank you, sweetie. God is our refuge and strength. A very and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake. With their surging, Selah. There is a river whose streams may glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Come and see the works of the Lord. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Selah. Amen. Did you all know the word Selah? 
It's mentioned 71 times in the scriptures. Three times in this passage. That's pretty interesting. Do you all know what Selah means? Stop and think about it. That's the way some, some thought that it was a musical interlude in the Psalms. Like they paused for a moment. I'm thinking they had a little jam session for a moment. Because <laughs> the Lord just spoke. Like it's time to jam for a moment. <laughs> That's the way I take it. It's a Selah moment. It's also a hush moment. Hush. Think about that. Selah. This message is pretty convicting for me because I've got a blabbermouth. <laughs> I talk at the wrong time. I don't listen enough. I'm like some of my students. You know, when I'm talking, they're talking, I'm like, excuse me? Really? <laughs> I'm, like the, I'm like those kids. And I need to learn how to get, be quiet and listen. I told you, past, uh, Attorney Martin. You all know Attorney Martin? He was my attorney at one point. We were, we were going through a situation. And he, and, he, and he goes, Pete, how did he say it to me? He said, you can't learn with your mouth open. <laughs> and I had a Selah moment then, too. I was like, I, I tried that with my kids. You know what my kids did? Watch this. <laughs> Some of my students, I tried it on my students. They're like, nah, it didn't work too well. <laughs> I think I did the same thing, though. <laughs> can't learn with your mouth open. He was saying, be quiet. I'm trying to tell you how this works. I'm trying to tell you how this is going to go down. Right? Or you get into, how many been before a judge before? In court. How many saw ju the judge shows on TV? Sometimes you open your mouth at the wrong time, and the judge like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you, but if you're going to talk your way into losing, all right. Quiet. <laughs> Hush. I am Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. I love that. Everything is under my control. Everything. Isn't that something? Do you have a hard time being quiet? before the Lord. We called it quiet time, didn't we? Now we call it devotion, right? But really, quiet time is a good word for it. <laughs> Just be still and listen for a moment. And I'm thinking like a I've been doing a lot of electricity lately, so my mind's still on. I'm always talking about some type of electrical, some type of mechanical thing. But the way electricity works, you can grab the power line like this, and guess what? Nothing will happen. But if you grab the white side of it, the neutral side, you get zapped. How many know that? You know, you got the black and the white? 
just a black one, you're okay. Once you connect to white one, now you become part of the wire. And electricity goes through you. And you know what? I take that as a principle. And, kind of, and if you think about this for a minute, when we're still before the Lord, when we're neutral, when we got our gear in neutral, now the Lord can do something. Am I right? The power is there. He's an ever-present help in trouble. Am I right? But we're not in the neutral position. We don't have our hand on the neutral. So you have a situation. All of us do. We heard Doug's, Doug and Donna, and we heard Brandon's situation this morning. All of us got a situation where we need power and grace and mercy. Amen? And what I'm just saying to you this morning is let God's word minister to you. Be quiet and just learn to listen. I want to give you a seven-minute challenge. Maybe, maybe you can try it. Maybe we can all do this. Maybe you're doing it already. I'm not going to assume. I know some of you guys are doing it already. But seven minutes of silence just in front of God's word. Maybe read a text. Just listen. Think about it for a moment. Let me give you another challenge because I'm a believer in takeaways. When you all leave here today, your life could truly be different. It can be if we just apply some of God's word to, to our life, do what he says. Our life could be totally different. Then we can have peace, the peace of God during those, those troubled times, right? We can have power to overcome when, when evil comes our way. Like when Nehemiah's guys got attacked, you know, by the enemies, you'll be ready because you're in tune. Will you take a moment right now? I know some of y'all don't have notes. Some of y'all do. How many are taking notes? Oh, man, this is Chicago Land Bible Fellowship. We're taking notes. That's great. I saw 70%. That's great. I'd like you to jot down your situation. Just three words, maybe. Just jot down three words. <clears throat> what you're going through right now. Then I also want you to jot down a miracle you remember happening in your life because God did something. Like that tree falling, that was a moment for me. It says, remember, the Bible says, remember the works of the Lord, right? Remember, do you remember a miracle God did in your life when you needed him desperately? Just jot down three words, maybe, reminding yourself of that. And say, thank you, Jesus, because God is good. I remember just about the time my dad died. <clears throat> I was in college at the time. But I remember God promised me to take care of me for the rest of my life. 
I remember. And as I reflected on some things, you know what? Another thing that came to me was how God provided for me in college. I didn't have, I didn't have any money. Sometimes I was hungry at school, but I worked at the food service, so they gave me food. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be hunting for my brother Paul, and I'll be like, Hey, can I get a few dollars, man? Give me an apple pie or something. <laughs> right? But God provided for me through six years of college. And now, guess where I am now? I've taught 33 years. I went through six years of college, and I went through 33 years of teaching so far. And God's been faithful. And you know what he says? It's like my, when my dad died. He says, I was faithful before your dad, <laughs> and I'm going to be faithful after your dad. Right? I am Alpha and Omega. Am I right? I got this. It's easy for God. Nothing is impossible with him. Psalm 46. He's a very present help in trouble. It says, though chaos go on around you right though the waters thereof roar though the mountains shake with swelling God is saying I'm there I've got this I'm in control of it hush think about that there's a river the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. The heathen raised. The kings removed. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. He's our refuge. He's our help. I have an acronym for you, HUSH, that I'm going to use. So in your notes, you can get the HUSH ready. H, holy. He's most holy. That's why we need to get quiet. <laughs> Am I right? He's most holy. He's the author of holy. He tells us exactly what's holy and what's not holy. <laughs> right? He, he lets us know in his word what's holy and what's not holy. He's the most holy. We need to be quiet seven minutes at least. <laughs> Am I right? Bow your head and just say, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. Remember Samuel? When he was called, he kept hearing his name called. He kept asking Eli, is that you calling me? No, son, go back to bed. I heard a voice again. Did you call me, Eli? Nope. Go back to bed. The third time he says, next time you hear that voice, say, speak, Lord. Thy servant heareth. Is that a good attitude? That's an awesome attitude. Speak, Lord. Thy servant heareth. As you ponder the situation you wrote down, speak, Lord. Thy servant heareth. God is speaking through his actions, through things that go on on the earth, through things that go on in our life. He's speaking. 
He's speaking to us in the word. And he wants it to become the Rima. You know the Rima? That's when you when you connect. <laughs> Actually grab both the, the, the power line, God's power line, and the neutral. Now the Rima comes through, and guess what? <sighs> power. I'm right. He said, I'm gonna show off now. Now I'm gonna do something in your life. He told Samuel, I'm about to do something. It's gonna make everybody's ears tingle. <laughs> right? God wants to do something great in our lives. He wants to show himself strong. He wants to be that very present help in trouble. Just be still. He makes wars to cease. He breaks the bow. He cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot into fire. Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. You unlimited in fact who knows the other you words from a clue who knows the, the words that were used in the song this morning you unchangeable unstoppable unshakable unlimited hush before you start saying, I don't got no help. I, I, I ain't got what I need. What's going on? Why is this going on in my life? Hush. Listen. It's probably a reason. There's something going on. God's doing something. S. Sovereign source. He's a sovereign source in control. And he'll help you get back in control if it's out of control, right? Let's get back to our position before the Lord. On our knees before the Lord. Sovereign source. Have you asked God to provide for you re recently? I don't always ask God to provide for me because I've been provided for so long. I'm like... Why do I got to ask? But take that challenge. Try it. Say, Lord, would you provide for me in some way that I didn't even know? I, I didn't even understand. And the Lord does something. Cynthia, you gave me a gift last week. It was, thank you so much. God spoke to me through that. No joke. She gave me a gift, and it was like God was saying, see, I know. I know. It was a blessing. H is for healing and help. Because I know we all need healing in some way. My blood pressure has been going up, acting, acting crazy on me sometimes. A lot of us here are having health issues, right? And I know I've been disobedient over the years in my eating habits. <laughs> I've had way too many cheeseburgers. Way too many. <laughs> I'm, I'm past my limit. And now I have to listen to say, God, what was, what's up with that cheeseburger? <laughs> what's the real deal with that cheeseburger? It's got to go. 
Do you need help? I need help all the time. I got, I got a friend of mine at school. He, I, don't, I don't think he's a believer. I'm not sure, but he's always like, how did you get in this? How do you get into so many difficult circumstances, Morrison? Why are you always in the middle, middle of something? I'm like, God. <laughs> God did it. <laughs> well, I did a lot of it too. <laughs> you know, but God allows us to go through things so we can grow. Am I right? He allows us to go through helplessness. Say, so you want to eat your own way? It's awful. Your blood pressure goes up and your head starts hurting. <laughs> and your, your head is pounding. It's an awful feeling. And when it's gone, you know what I do? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To feel normal. We need help and healing. Don't we? My takeaways today. First, let me read a poem to you. Somebody gave me this a long time ago. I got the picture hanging. I had to wipe the dust off of it. <laughs> it's hanging in my office. <laughs> I had to pull it down. The difference. It says, I got up early one morning and rushed right into the day. I had so much to accomplish that I didn't have time to pray. That's me. Problems just tumbled about me and heavier came each task. Why doesn't God help me? I wondered. He answered, you didn't ask. I wanted, to, I wanted to see joy and beauty, but the days toiled on gray and bleak. I wondered why God didn't show me. He said, but you didn't seek. I tried to come into God's presence. I used all my keys at the lock. God gently and lovingly chided, my child, you didn't knock. I woke up early in the morning and paused before entering the day. I had so much to accomplish that I had to take time to pray. Amen. And prayer, prayer, we're talking to God, but are we listening to God? Right? We're, we're telling them all these things sometimes. Right? But are we listening? Are we hushing? And just gazing. Listen to what he says. How it goes. According to his word. Take the seven-minute hush challenge. Meditate and see what God is doing and saying. What happens is you'll be connected. Right? You'll be connected. You might get some perspective. Right? Some understanding. Like, like Doug was saying earlier, funerals sometimes get our perspective, doesn't it? 
I remember last year we had to bury Lisa's youngest brother. It was a holy moment, y'all. There was only about, how many of us family members were there? Five of us? There were like five of us there. I don't know if you ever buried somebody with five people because he lived in Arkansas. Just five of us plus a few friends. And it hurt so bad to bury Calvin. It hurt so bad. But standing before the Lord is it's a moment you say, well, you have to let God. God is in control. We can't, we can't reverse that. We can't reverse death. We can't do things like that. But we have to accept what God is doing sometimes and let God speak to our hearts. Let's close in prayer. God is going to help you in that situation because he cares about you. He doesn't only care about you, he helps you. He doesn't just help you, he wants to live with you. He wants to be with you every moment. Let's do that. Heavenly Father, naked we came into this world and naked we will depart. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Lord, help us to be still and let your word speak to our hearts. Help us to be still and recognize your hand in our life. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank mm -hmm. you.